Hey y'all, it's your girl Shakira Maybone, Jada Vassar, and Anthony Brinson, and this is All Shades of Chocolate, where we bring the sweetest, the hottest, black, black culture, culture to MSU. MSU. So since we had this episode on the agenda when we first made it, I always was thinking, how would we handle this episode? How would we tackle this episode? And it's a very important episode, at least to the three of us, because of just how we represent ourselves. It's <coughs> V. You good over there again? Yes. All right, it's the Don't Touch Our Hair episode. And real quick, just I want to ask, how did this episode come about? Well, I don't know. You know, I just feel like we are very passionate about our hair and stuff like that. And I think me and Jada was having a conversation, like, about our hair. And, like, um, no, actually, I remember now. I think we was talking about the Miel product and how it was, like, getting white wash <laughs> and we were just like oh that should be an episode but not focusing on you know the the meal you know product situation we just should talk about like our hair and how we treat it because at the end of the day we grew up you know with the mindset like our hair it represents us and things like that like so yeah that's how we came up with it <laughs> that's pretty interesting and to provide a bit more context for our listeners correct me if i'm wrong it was during a time where like the product had blew up on tiktok the meal yeah products, yeah and it like went from just being a product like oh black people this are like our secret go-to to where they were all out of stores couldn't really find it unless you were on amazon and it was an um majority non-black audience who had started <laughs> yeah buying the they product. was like wiping them the hell out and on I target like, i wonder if it worked for them a lot but Either way, the product is really good, and it was primarily focused for black individuals, you know, how we oil our scalp and just things of that nature. But, yeah, I mean, if it, at least in my opinion, if it, it, it can be a balance of if it helps your hair, if it generally helps your hair to do you, but it is a primary black product, or it's primarily for black hair. But with that being said, um, how do you guys think your hair defines you? If we could start off with Jada uh, with that question first. Okay, I got to go first. Um, I think my hair defines me because it lets me be creative with a lot of stuff I want to do. I know if, like, if you see me in the newsroom or if you see me, like, fall semester, I usually have box braids in, and I usually have some type of color. For the longest time, I could only get brown and burgundy in my hair when I was a kid. I couldn't get any other type of color in my braids. <laughs> so now that I'm older and I see, like, the ice blue that you see me with or the six turth. 13 blonde in my hair, I'm going all out in it. It lets me, like, express myself. It lets me do different colors that I try to, like, coordinate with outfits that I wear and coordinate with, like, the season. So in the summertime, you'll see my blue. I'm trying to get my blue back for the summer in July. And I got the blonde for the fall, you know, like the fall colors and the cognac brown and things like that. So it really it's it's a part that, that a lot of people didn't get to see and a lot of people don't get to see unless I do it. And it took me a long time to really get comfortable with my hair because hair in the black community, especially for young black girls, it's a very tricky subject. And it's a, it's a subject that comes with the kind of a lot of trauma in it, especially being a young black girl. And I have really thick hair. I have very, very thick hair. Yeah, I'm so, the opposite. <laughs> so doing my hair when I was younger was a very hard task. And I hated getting my hair done because at... It, it just came with a lot of stigma and a lot of comments of, oh, my gosh, your hair is so nappy or, oh, it's so thick. Like, oh, my gosh, you need a perm to straighten your hair so you can do your hair. And I'm like, well, I always need a perm. You know, I like my hair. I like that it's durable. My hair my hair can handle a lot. That's why I like to do a lot of different colors with my braids because my hair doesn't, like, overreact or anything like that. It takes to it really well. 
So I always, it took me a long time to get comfortable with my hair and even my natural hair. Um, I wear my natural hair a lot in the summer to like let it breathe in between when I get braids and stuff. And yeah, it's just another form that I found to express myself that I didn't really have when I was younger because it always came with straighten your hair, straighten your hair, straighten your hair. I don't want to straighten my hair. <laughs> I like yeah. my hair the way that it is. I'll eventually straighten it because I want to see how long it is now, but I shouldn't be forced to straighten it. I want to wear it the way I want to, you know? Yeah, it's like me. I was kind of the opposite. <clears throat> so, like, growing up with my grandmother, you know how they, like, they old school, so they always used to press your hair out and oh bump the gosh. end. Oh, my god! Like, that hot comb, I, to this day, I still hate the hot comb because my grandma, she was kind of a clumsy woman, and she used to, like, burn my ear and stuff like that, and she used, y'all know um, the blue magic Oh, grease. my gosh. <laughs> she used oh to get the blue gosh. one. <laughs> That's all you should smell in my hair and stuff like that. And then she used to perm my hair a lot, too. Like, it got really bad to the point where my hair, like, broke off when I was, like, in middle school. Like, I know that's the joke. <laughs> Going around on social media, it was like, I think it was like, oh, I can't do this because my mama perm my, my hair. hair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, no, for real. Like, my grandma, she really used to, like, perm my hair a lot. But, like, my hair was already naturally soft and... My uncle, he's a barber, and I didn't really know that until he pointed it out. was like, yeah, you don't really need that much of a perm because your hair is already naturally soft. That's just your texture. But, like, my hair does define me because I'm my hair is a little bit on the short side, and I used to hate it, like, for a long time since I was in middle school. But I was like, maybe that's just a part of my personality, you know, because I'm already short, you know. They call me <laughs> Smurf, but that's not the point. The point is, it's just, like, I got used to my hair and things like that. And I don't know. Me, I just, like, I don't know. I think I look good in all types of hairstyles. So, you know, yeah. Oh, and also, like, if you afraid to cut your hair, don't be afraid. It's just hair. <laughs> so, yeah. Ironically, with how I'm about to answer the question, I do not. I'm never going to cut my hair ever again. Just because. <laughs> yeah. Similar to the kind of like the guy version of what y'all had to go through. I always had to get like ball fades. I told you I grew up with a barber too. My yeah. uncle is a barber. He used to get my cousins and my brother a ball fade. Like sidebar, my brother, he had like a curly afro. His junk was like big when he was little, but my uncle just had to cut it. I'm like, damn. And I always... I was very indecisive growing up with my hair because in one one moment I cut it off and the next minute I wanted to grow and then it would always have this thing where I didn't like how it would grow or I wouldn't like how like my afro be shaped so I'd be mm. insecure and then I cut it cut it like halfway I had like high top fade back in the day yeah. when the high top was cold back in the day. I'm not saying, I remember, remember. They, and then um, I would eventually cut off get waves again and it always created this back and forth until now nine months ago where i finally decided like i really want to start my lock journey because mm -hmm. i always wanted locks but i never had the patience for it to grow and even during this nine months there were some periods where like okay i don't like how my hair looks today or i don't know how to style it and then i just practice like styling my hair putting my hair in a ponytail i did not listen let me let me give y'all <laughs> credit i did not know how to put my hair in ponytail until like let's say like, like two in months a regular ago like a like regular a man bun? no i could not get it because i, I couldn't get the rubber band listen I, okay well i i get it because when i was like up to the age where i had to start doing like my own hair i was mm, kind of confused too i was yeah. like how do you do this but like it's really easy now yeah i've learned I get it's it. really <laughs> easy and plus nobody in my hair i didn't have like that hair guru in my family yeah. and especially with locks 
if I'm not mistaken, nobody in my family has locks. So especially guys, like they're either like they got low haircuts or they bald. So it's just uh, I have no one. They got the Mister Clean. <laughs> now a lot of them don't got the Mister Clean. Or at least oh. not in my immediate family. My dad still get a lot of, but <laughs> but no, they were more like facial hair, like the beards. Yeah. So that's where their like intelligence lies. Yeah. And with me starting locks, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how much to put in my hair, what to put in my hair, and it's been a huge learning process. But it's really made me happy because. My hair is a really huge source of me actually building some type of confidence. And I just love waking up in the morning and just, especially with locks, not having to do too, too much unless it's like uh, my hair routine, which we can get into later. But a question I want to ask you guys, because I definitely um, went through it growing up. Did you guys have any like difficulties in like schooling or just with um, interacting with people about how your hair looked or how you may style your hair? (laughs) And if so, how did you get past it? You can start us off. Yeah, I used to, like I said, I used to get bullied a lot when I was in middle school. And in elementary, my hair was, like, braided up to these old school <laughs> hairstyles. Because, you know, my my mom, she passed when I was young, so I didn't really have my mom to do my hair. And then I only had, like, my grandmother's in my life. And, you know, like, my grandma, she used to do, like, these old school hairstyles. <laughs> and these kids would just be, like, picking at me. I'm like, bro, I... Like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, it's just been a lot. And that's where my low self-esteem used to come from, mostly my hair, because I used to just be going to school with, like, my hair a certain type of way, and they used to just pick the crap out of me. Like, I used to be so sad. Like, it was to the point where I did, like, try to skip school, or, like, when my hair wasn't done, I was not going to school for, like, a week or whatever. So it was just... <laughs> It was just a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with the, um, and I definitely can relate to the bullying of the hair, which is very strange because I went to a majority all-black school up yeah. throughout high school, and we all had the same mm-hmm. hairstyle. So I'm like, why are you picking on me? Yours look the same. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Don't get me started on the quality of weaves, too. Okay. But as far as um, that, yeah, I definitely say I got picked on a bit for my hair. And like I said, my hair is very thick. So mm-hmm. in between was whether my hair was... Bef- when I stopped getting perms and when I stopped, when I didn't have to like a hair appointment to get my hair pressed. And before I really got into braids, my hair would just like be free. It would be really thick. And mom would be like, oh my gosh, I cannot do your hair. <laughs> and I'd be like, mom, sorry, I don't know what you want me to do about this. But she would put in these really, really high, tight ponytails. Mm-hmm. Ponytails are where my head is hurting. I'm like, mom, we got to fix this. I can't do this. But back in the day when I was growing my hair and my, my hair went through the same thing. When I got perms, it broke off. A lot of my hair broke off. I had really, really long hair when I was younger, but it broke off because the heat and the perms, it just died. So I got it cut so that it could, help, it could grow healthier. And I went through a phase where my hair was really, really short. And I'm like, this does not fit me. I'm really tall and I have short hair. I'm like, I do not like the way I look right now. I look lopsided. Like, it, it don't. Lopsided I don't. Is crazy. <laughs> I joke, y'all, a lot, y'all. As y'all can tell, I joke a lot when I tell crazy. stories. But <laughs> I just didn't like how it looked on me. So I definitely relate to the, can I not go to school today? I just I, I just don't like how my hair looks. And it really took me until high school, 11th grade, where I was like, okay, I got to do something to my hair. So then I started my puffball phase, and I was like, my hair is long. Same. I can do two puffballs, and I got so happy. But yeah, I, it was definitely hard with hair, and then it—that's when I really just didn't like my hair. I really just didn't like my hair unless I had weave added to it, or unless it was bone straight. Which a lot of times with thick hair, it didn't get bone straight with the 
old school family friends that I went to because I just didn't know how to press it bone straight. Yeah, they did so, silk pressing. Right. Like. Yeah, there was no silk pressing back then. So when it was the hot comb, two hours later, my hair is frizzy. Yeah. Cause my mom was like, "Go sit down somewhere so your hair don't get messed up for school." <laughs> but it's like I'm a kid; I want right, to go play with Janae, you know. And yeah. me and Janae have two very different hair textures. Janae has hair like my mom, where it's short and it's soft oh, and it's mm-hmm. silky, and you can do a lot of stuff to it. But I have really thick hair, so coming to my hair, it's like, okay, Janae's curls and the press that we used to get when we were little is still there, but my hair, poof, mm-hmm. it's a poof now. So what do we do now? So yeah, I definitely went through the not liking my hair, having to find different avenues to make sure my hairstyle stayed for school, and when it didn't, just didn't like going to school and stuff like that, yeah. And with me, it seemed like every hairstyle, like, I could never win. Like, every hairstyle, like, I bully with, especially with, like, when I had, like, low haircuts, like, you know, That's dudes always, you know, you could, when dudes always, like, Slapping each other head oh, or like that. Why are y'all out here like this? Bro? No, I used to do that to my brother too. I still do it actually. actually. Don't. I don't know why. <laughs> and just like, you know, calling me names and stuff. And it just always created this sense of like, okay, my hair is never going to be like anybody else's and it's always going to be like a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And then when it finally got to the point like of being in college now and having the opportunity to, to wear my hair how I'd want it, it really helped heal a lot of the. Um, school trauma, at least from a hair perspective, because it allowed me to express myself how I felt was me. And just with what y'all spoke about as well, what is y'all hair routine? Like, what process do y'all do in the morning to get y'all hair how y'all want it? And how does it vary based on hairstyle to hairstyle? So with me, I don't really do anything to it, like, every day other than spritz water in it. And I got this tip from... Um, a person that we went to high school with, like, I, I remember having a conversation with him, was like, oh, my hair is so dry. How do you, like, moisturize it? And then he was like, oh, just do it with lukewarm water, buy a hairspray bottle, and, you know, just spray it, like, every morning and things like that. So that's what I do. Usually, I do my hair king, my hair king, wow, hair care routine, like, every two weeks. So, like, I wash it, and I sometimes co-wash. But it's funny now, because they said, like, the natural hair community said like you're not really supposed to co-wash like um that much so i just do it like when I, when it's my wash you know hair day or whatever and then i just put like you know some oil and then put like hair lotion or not the lotion it's like moisturizer just to basically lock in secure the moisture and things like that so yeah yeah and i'm definitely a person like i said i wear a lot of braids so my hair care routine varies as to what hairstyle I have in. I wear a lot of protective styles, so I wear a lot of braids, uh, mm-hmm. twists, sew-ins, wigs. I do a lot of that to keep my hair in yes, and sir. to help it grow. So when I'm in braids, I'm not the biggest fan of washing my braids. Like, when yeah. it's in braids, I don't know. I know some people, when they get their hair braided, they do, and it looks really nice, but I just can't get with it. I'm like, my, I got braids. My hair too water frizzy for that. Yeah. yeah. And with thick hair, like, the roots will get frizzy, and then it just looks old fast. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I didn't pay for this, you know? Right? This is not what's supposed to happen. that's a lot of money just doing that. Yeah. You know? So, I don't wash it in braids. I do make sure I oil it at least two, three times a week, because my hair gets really dry. It holds oil, and it holds heat. Because thick hair, it holds a lot. Like, what are we doing? So I have to make sure that I'm oiling it so it doesn't get dry and then I don't, like, scratch it a lot. So then when I wash my hair, I love the um, Miel line. I got it from my older sister, Jazz. She uses it with my um, niece and nephew, and it really helps their hair, and it really helps her hair. And I started using it, and I really like how it makes my hair feel when I wash it. So I use their shampoo 
and their leave-in conditioner. And I also tried to do, like, a hair mask. I got that from Janae. You see, yeah, that's what I mean, I'm not the mask. most, like, <laughs> hairy-type person of, like, what to do with my hair. So that's why I'm really glad I have sisters. Because yeah. I definitely hit them up, like, what should I do for my hair? And Janae's like, I don't know. You have a completely different hair type. I'm like, help me. She's like, okay, bet. Wait, wait a minute. So then she helps me. I'm like, okay, I like these products. Mm-hmm. You know, then my older sister, she knows, like, everything hair. She has had natural hair since you know, she was, she like, a kid. she come from that generation of millennials. That's yeah. when they used to have, like, hair shows yeah. and hair fashion shows and stuff like that. So they know all that. Yeah, know? so Jazz is really, really into natural hair. Like, she does put no heat on her. Not even the blow dry. She blow dries on, like, warm or yeah, cold. Like, I she does no heat. She goes to, like, which I'm really glad, like, natural hair is getting out there because now there's people who specialize in it and there's salons for it. Mm-hmm. So she has, like, a hairstylist who she goes specifically for, like, washing goes and, like, to get her curls, like, ends clipped so they grow back better. And, like, she has a really, really good curly afro now because she's been taking care of her hair. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate, like, her showing me, like, hey, it's okay to wear your hair, you know, even if it's not as big as my afro, it could get there one day. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of the steps I'm trying to take with my hair. Yes, I will straighten it every once in a while because she does too just to see where she's at but I really want to get to where she is as far as wearing my curls out in the summer and just seeing how the curls thrive because nobody has like hair patterns like us you know what I mean yeah like I get these, my curls from Bantu knots <laughs> right like these curls are out of this world so they deserve to be on display why have I not been displaying my curls for so long like I love the way my hair looks wet but I'm just not at the stage to where I want to wear that outside which I'm trying to get there which I'm almost there almost let me get my braids in this summer, and we'll see 2024. Yeah, you know, I have that. a short afro phrase. I don't know if you remember, but that's what I came to CPA with. Like, I used to rock my afros, and I used to do my edges. <laughs> and then I had, like, a headband. It was so – it was cute to me. Like, I don't know. And then, like you said, once you um, hit junior year of high school, that's when you was like, okay, well, something got to change. And that's when I cut my hair. That's mm. why earlier I mentioned if you're scared to cut your hair, don't be scared. And with my hair routine, I try and let my hair rest a lot of time just because with locks, it's it can be high maintenance, but you want to, like, leave it alone, especially yeah. when it's growing. And mm-hmm. usually my routine is just once a week, I oil my scalp, and then I spray it with some rose water, and then rose I have... Rose water? Yeah, you know, you got to... Shout out, shout out my, my lock buddy, Liana, when we got locks at the same time, she put me hip to rose water because I was asking her, like, okay, what do I do with locks? Like, is it all, just for locks, or is it for, like... Nah, I'm pretty oh, sure... It's for nah, rose water, hair. you can use, oh. yeah, just for oh, natural hair. It's just... They specify, or at least from what I was told, with locks is because it helps the oil and it like go goes hand in hand. But yeah. I was asking her like, okay, you about to get your hair locked? I'm about to get my lock too. What do I do? And then she told me that she didn't even know as well. But with the person locking her hair, also had locks, and he told her like, okay, do this, do this, see if this work. But she has a com- very completely different hair um, texture than me, so I end up looking at some oils and then found a uh, process that works for me. And at first it was just oil and um, rose water, and then I got hip to this secret product. Look, I'm, I'm gonna put all all the black people hip. <laughs> it's this Jamaican spray. This um, it's a spray. Yeah. I use Jamaican castor oil. It's not Jamaican castor oil. Matter of fact, we go if, if y'all don't mind, I'm gonna do a live look ask, up on this product. Like, what bro. products do y'all use? Like I know me and Jada use Miel, mm-hmm. but I use um. Shea Moisture at first. I used to have, like, the little hair bass and stuff. But I mm. found, like, that really dried my hair out. It dried. My hair was like clay. Yeah, I didn't even know <laughs> hair mask existed until, like, I met Janae. So, yeah. like, <laughs> didn't even know. How do those work, by the way, while I'm looking for this product? Hair masks? hmm So, like, the ones I buy, like, after you wash your hair, you just apply it and things like that. So, it's like a leave-in conditioner. Oh, I use leave-in conditioners, too. Do you? Do that is use- a no-no for locks. 
like conditioner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I have not used conditioner since I have my Yeah, so it's just like a, it's like hair lotion. Like, y'all was hip to, like, pink, the pink lotion. Absolutely. Oh, my Absolutely. mama rest in heaven. She used to love those. She used to put that in my hair, like, a lot. I still Absolutely. love it to this day. Live faithfully by that. No, seriously. Faithfully. So it's like the pink hair moisture, like, hair lotion, but, like, yeah. basically more nourishing to the hair basically yeah so. yeah i like to do like hair masks where like i keep it in for like 10 minutes i know janae she has like a lot of recommendations for hair masks and like mm-hmm. when i'm home like we we're like on breaks and stuff we would do them together and just like watch tv or something like with our hair up in like a shower cap just to like let it soak in yeah. then you rinse it out and stuff and it's supposed to like just really like define your hair basically and bring the moisture back because i kind of relate to the dry hair thing i really dry hair too yeah. so i have to try anything to like keep moisture into my scalp and my hair because it gets dry really fast especially in the summer mm-hmm. so i definitely like especially in the summer i'm doing hair masks like every week every other week just to keep okay. it in there from like the harsh sun as soon as i go outside my hair is dry and i'm like bro i didn't do all my hair dries all year round <laughs> yeah the product i was referring to is called uh jamaican mango and lime it's I like heard like that. No more itch, no yeah, more itch spray, and it like it, it actually worked. We're like that's how the bottle look. Y'all can't see it now. Y'all go, look. By the way, I luckily y'all that. go see our visual soon. That that's news, breaking news for the podcast. But um, yeah, and it really is like it's a good. I wouldn't use it as like the only product just because it can be um really like wet for like a better words like it really yeah, spreads a lot i used the hair oil this the hair oil i use oh wow yeah, that makes sense that yeah. makes i'm gonna have to try that it try grew my hair out so well like after i got my hair cut that's what oh, i wow. basically used when i was trying to grow it back and it worked so <laughs> with all this being said the famous question that is that inspired our title has anyone ever touched your hair, whether it been in public or just without your permission? And if it has happened, how did you um, handle it? Me, not while I attend at a PWI. Like, I've seen, like, so we have a black girl MSU chat, you know, specifically for black girls getting resources mm-hmm. because we need those, you know? But I've seen, like, so many stories from them. I think that was, like, another reason why I wanted to start this um um, this episode basically because I just seen like a lot of horror stories about you know people touching their hair, but I never had no experience with that. But with you know our black peers when I was like in elementary, middle school, yeah, and it was kind of like irritating because you know sometimes you be thinking that you're gonna get in trouble by your mama because they be like, don't let nobody mess with your don't hair, let nobody <laughs> touch your hair. Your hair better come back you the same way I teach you to school with. <laughs> no, seriously, and absolutely. Yeah, so that's my. Have you like? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, so I definitely have had people touch my hair in like yeah elementary, middle school, and it's just like, bro, stop, stop touching me, bro. Just leave me alone. Yeah, you know. But as far as being in Michigan State, yes, and I will say it's when I have like the colors in my braids. Ah. I know when I first got my like icy blue favorite color I wear. It's coming back in July. But when I get that, I got that color, and people was like, oh my gosh, like that's such. A bright color. Are you sure you want to go with that color? And I'm like, yes, I'm sure. What you mean? What you mean? Am I sure right. I want to go with that color? It's not like but it's... I got a lot of feedback from it, especially in like you know, we're going into journalism world where you have to present yourself a certain way. But I want to break the barrier that my hair doesn't mean I'm unprofessional. Mm-hmm. It just means I'm me. 
and I love color. I'm going to get yellow braids one day. I hope all y'all understand. <laughs> yeah, Not yellow is straight yellow, color, y'all. but I'm going to get black and yellow braids in my hair one day. Black and like yellow, yellow, black and okay. yellow, black and yellow. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that doesn't mean... No copyright, mean... no copyright. Right, right. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> no take copyright. us down. Don't, don't take us down. But, you know, that doesn't mean I'm not still the journalist and the person that I am. Yeah. So coming here with my uh, blue braids, I had to tell a lot of people, I'm like, well, you know, yeah, I, I like the color. You know, I like the yeah. way it complements my skin. I'm a firm believer that really bright colors on dark skin looks very good. Mm-hmm. So the blue on me, I think, really looks really, really good on me. But yeah, it was this one instance where I was in the diner hall by myself without Janae. See, I knew I should have took Janae with me that one time. <laughs> but I was in there without Janae. And, you know, especially in Brody Diner Hall, where you go through and you go to different stations so i was in line and you know some lines be really long especially during the dinner rush and you know like we got on the conversation about my hair color and i was like yeah i just got it done um it's one of my favorite colors right now it's my first time doing the blue and then out of nowhere one of the girls was just like yeah it's so nice oh, and it's hand so pretty and it's so long how do you get the braids that long and i was like oh no <laughs> please don't do that just, um mm. don't don't touch me i didn't ask you to touch me but it just That's made you. everything very weird and i was like oh how do That's you feel why. the right to just yeah. touch somebody like that yeah, way. and that's why I always said, do not be in a black woman's business about their hair. Like, you never supposed to ask a black woman about their hair. I don't know. It's just like, yeah. it's okay to be curious, but like asking like, why so long and why, you know, like, how do you yeah. get it? That That's a little bit too far. I'm mm. not comfortable, comfortable yeah. with, like, talking and, to you about that. Hair, especially, y'all know, I'm never, like, going to be like, oh, that's mine. Like, girl, my hair do not go that way. <laughs> like, I'm never going to sit here and lie to you. But it's, a, like you said, it's a way to ask everything, and it's a way yeah. to just go about it. Now, if you're very curious, you're like, oh, I'm really, like, curious as to how you keep braids and what it does for you. And I'm like, well, of course, you know, it does X, Y, and Z. But then coming up to me and then just touching me in this crowded line and I can't do nothing but just be like, oh, please, please, please don't do that no more. And like, you know, that's not that's not what you do when you walk up to somebody and I don't know you, number one. That's like kissing somebody. I don't right, know. that you don't that's know. That's a little extreme, though. No, I would, I would <laughs> even compare it because it's like, how do you even feel objective just be like, oh, I like this. Let me touch it right quick. No, I'm still mm-hmm. a person. You know I'm not an object. Like, don't come up to a dog. I mean, we're not comparing ourselves to a dog. Let's get that straight right now. <laughs> but, like, you know how they be saying don't come up to, like, an animal and just... Yeah, that you them? don't know. Yeah. Again, I'm not comparing us to an animal, so get that out of y'all minds right now. But, like, still, it still should be, like, the, you know... It's the, it's the same concept. It's the principle. Like, yeah. you just, just ask, you know. I Especially knowing me, I wasn't going to say no. I was like, oh, yeah, you can touch it, you know. I don't care unless you ask me. But now if you don't ask me, it's like, okay, okay, bro. You get away from me now. You you ruined your chances. I don't want to know you now. Hmm. I feel like people touch your hair. I was just waiting for y'all to finish. I definitely understand and agree because people have touched my hair all the time. Especially, like I said, like when I didn't have hair. Like, like people, people want to play around. <laughs> or when, even when I had, like. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> even when I had like afros and stuff for like every hairstyle I never won and especially like even and my mama you could ask her uh, like if y'all ever meet her whoever listened to this I don't even like her touching my hair and she get mad but like I do not like nobody I had to get used to being in relationships and girls touching my hair cause I just never liked it like I especially That's with so having locks guys usually love 
women touching their hair. I never, I've learned to get comfortable with it now in a relationship. But other than that, like, no. Like, especially with my locks, I want every lock got to be in a specific seat, in a specific area, and can't mess up. So, like, if somebody, like, I'm, I don't know, I have to be very close to you or my girlfriend for you to, uh, like, touch my hair. Even my mom, I'm still like, like please don't touch it. <laughs> but um, with that being said, I want to ask one more question before we get out of here. You guys spoke on the curiosity and just people being, um, like, curious of different hairstyles. I know, like, I've been out with, like, my mom before. Even Jada, remember when we was, like, we went out to eat and that, that one lady had, like, the blonde, like, braids or mm-hmm. somewhat. Just people get curious and people want to ask questions. So how would you educate someone who isn't black and isn't a part of our culture? How would you educate them on our hair and just what to do if they are curious? Jada can go first. Um... I definitely say, kind of like I said in my story, as long as you're coming up to someone with, like, respect and then genuine curiosity, you can tell the difference between someone who's trying to joke and then someone who's genuinely curious, like, oh, no, I really want to know and things like that. So I take that uh, instance, you know, I give it respect and I'd really give them the answers because some people really out here wanting to know because they want to better how black hair is treated. And sometimes... It takes people who aren't black to help the betterment because black people can't do it themselves because we're not given the platform to do so. So in instances like that, I definitely educate them. So one, they're not out here lying. And two, they're not out here spreading false information because a lot of times people spread false narratives about black hair and about what we do with our hair. And so a lot of times, especially in the workplace, they don't think that hair, they only think hair fits into this box that is straight and nothing is into it, and it's just straight down your back, and it's no baby hairs or edges or color or anything like that. So I would definitely invite that person to help break that box open because hair can we we can do so much with our hair. Like you have locks, you got color in your hair. My hair is jet black right now, but hair can be so many different ways. So to have still have that box, especially twenty twenty three, with how many things have already broken the barrier. Hair should have been broke. Years ago. People have been doing things with their hair for centuries. Mm -hmm. So why is it still labeled as nappy or ghetto? It's not ghetto. It's just the way that we do our hair. It's our culture. We do things different than you. That doesn't mean we're bad. That just means we're showing you that people live different lives. So why does one life have to be better than the other? That's not the point. The point is to help educate these people who are giving the wrong narratives about our hair so these blogs and magazines with black people in it who have the straight hair can stop lying because their hair is not that straight. <laughs> Somebody sat there and straightened their hair for who knows how long to get it to look like that, and it didn't yeah, look like that when they left. Y'all know y'all hair type? Not specifically. Not exactly. Yeah, mine's is, it's so weird because mine's is straight, but, like, I think I'm low-key getting my curl pattern back, so, yeah. But, yeah, that was well said. Like, like Jada said, as long as you're just genuine, man, yeah. don't don't be weird about it. We are not exotic animals. That's right. why I said I'm right. not comparing us to an animal, so. Right, we're not, like. In a in a glass box that you or just a circuit or something or something like that. Right. We're not like, just because you got bright colors in your hair. Right. Like, what the heck? Yeah, no. it's, it's it, nothing like that. It's just the way that like you have naturally blonde hair. I want to put blonde in my hair. You know, I think mm-hmm. it look good on me. Right. You know? Like I said, it's just our culture. Like you know, um, what's that movie? Baps with Holly Berry and I forgot the other lady name. You know how like they had like the blonde and stuff mm-hmm. like that, especially in the nineties. You know, it was really creative, and I just feel like it's our culture, you know? <laughs> and we should yeah. just keep that without being, you know, labeled as ghetto because 
we are not ghetto. So right. <laughs> that's that. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. this episode can go on for long because I got stories. I was telling y'all, I'm pretty sure I told Jay. I don't know if I told you, Shakira, mm-hmm. but just like still having the stigma around locks and still having my hair be just mm-hmm. nappy and unprofessional. Yeah. They used to call it dreadlocks, but yeah. it's locks. I personally, again, I know this varies from person to person, but I don't personally mind as long as like the connotation isn't negative. Like whether they dreadlocks or locks, I don't personally mind. I just made the personal choice to start calling them locks over dreadlocks just because I've heard a good point. Like our hair isn't dreadful. Like our hair isn't a bad thing and it shouldn't have this negative energy around it. But with that being said, really appreciate you guys for listening to this episode. And this has been All Shades of Chocolate where we've brought the sweetest, the hottest black, black culture, culture to MSU. MSU. What's your favorite hairstyle? <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to throw that in there. Listen, I don't blame you. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're in smack dab in the outro. What's your favorite hairstyle? I'm like, huh? What? I'm sorry. I'm my sorry. My favorite bro. hairstyle Listen. is my braids. I love my braids. I'd wear them to death if I could. Mine is my locks. Now this is the uh, most confident I've ever felt with my hair. Me, I love a good bob. Period. <laughs> well. Oh, so I okay. See, I'm that's still ending, All right, <laughs> all right, so, and remember to stay sweet. Bye. Bye. <laughs>